and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, Twyla, how are you today? Hey, I am good. I am good. I don't know if you saw the story about the uh, guard at the uh, dock in Alabama that got jumped by the, uh, the white guys, the black guard that got jumped by the white guys, and then other people all jumped in and and it became a brawl and 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 everything. I really want to make sure that as we pray, that we pray for the racial tension and divide oh. in our nation, because I I find that to be a very, very sad commentary. And I think that the nation is at a boil boiling point and people are frustrated. And I just don't want to see. Uh, what I really feel in my heart is is probably going to uh, be tipped off by this. And and I we have enough racial divide. We have enough racial divide. God, if we could just find the things that unite us rather than that divide us. And, and one thing I do continue to do is pray that God uncover those bad seeds you know whether they've been the police department and the district attorney's office and the in the government systems and your job because we need to root them out so that people no longer look at an entire group of people uh, with a bad intention and and think of them as evil like let's just get rid of the bad parts and and fix the bad parts we don't have to throw the whole baby out with the bathwater but that was a sad sad indictment of where we are as a nation in 2023 we are still struggling with the same things they struggled with in 1969 well you know i, I just you know this is you're right we need to pray but this is um really the work of the enemy is well intended it's well planned and, and the only thing is to do this is we we do have to pray Amen. Because people are angry, period. People are angry. There's pent up frustration. Mm -hmm. The devil sure knows how to trick you into misguiding that frustration towards the wrong people and the wrong purpose and the wrong cause. And you feel justified. And at the end of the day, the only thing that happens is you that, uh, you that, you know, that let out that pent up frustration, you know, you're going to end up catching a case and ruining your life, messing up your family. So, you know, just just think three times before you do a thing. Let's just say think twice. Think three times before you do a thing. Cause we don't need we don't need the jails filled up with more of uh our black men 
and we don't need more racial tension. It The race, racial tension is so thick in this nation because everything is viewed as a racial issue and everything just is not race. It just is not, a, the source of everything is not about racial, um, you know, divide and tension. And I just wish we, my prayers that we not be misled and led astray by the enemy. Uh, but anyway, that was what was on my heart when I watched that video and and um, saw that it was it was horrible that they jumped that man. I, I I do like that there were people that didn't sit by and just watch it happen, but it just went to the tenth degree, and and then the whole nation has to commentate on it, and it just is sad. My you know just makes me sad. So anyway. I, what I'd like to talk about, hopefully this would help everyone dealing with those tensions and everyone frustrated about those kinds of things. And everyone, uh, every one of us, this would help us, is Psalms 124. And the entire Psalm is, is literally uh, wonderful. I love the whole entire Psalm. So it, there's only eight verses. So I'm going to read all of the eight verses, but it's the eighth verse that I want to talk about tonight. But Psalms 124, all eight verses says, if it had not been for the Lord who is on our side, um, now may Israel say, if it had not been for the Lord who is on our side, when men rose up against us, then they would have swallowed us up quickly. When their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The streams would have gone over our soul. Then the proud waters would have gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken and we are escaped. And this is the verse. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. And if we could just for the next 20 minutes talk about God is my helper. God is my help. Amen. Amen. You want to pray over this? Yes. Father God, we just thank you today. Um, for your blessings. We just thank you for being God. We thank you that God, that we can come into your presence, oh Father, in the name of Jesus, and make our requests be known unto you. And Father, we thank you that not only, dear Father, that we can make our requests to you, that God, that you speak back to us. And we're grateful, Father, to hear your voice. We're grateful, Father, for your presence. And when all things look to be darkened, dear God, when all things look to be um, God turned upside down, God. You yet speak to us, Father, in the name of Jesus, and calls us, dear God, to react in the way that pleases you and not please men. Father God, we pray, Father God, for the rapid growth and spreading of the gospel of Jesus Christ. For it's the gospel, Father God, that removed the blinders from the eyes. It's the gospel that bring light to the to the spiritual darkness, dear Father God. In the name of Jesus Christ, it is the gospel that brings salvation and is the gospel, God, 
that God that leads us in the way of righteousness. So Father, we just thank you and we bless you. Bless this message, oh God, that it will be encouraging and inspiring to those who hear God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that you're yet speaking, you're yet protecting, you're yet helping us, and you're yet our provider. This thing we ask in your precious, precious son's name, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. 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 Um, God is the source of my help, the source of my help. When I looked up, uh, you know, we use that word so frequently, so we probably rarely think about what does help mean. But when I looked up help in the dictionary, it, it says to make something easier for someone to do something by offering one service or resources. So you make it easier or even possible, right? For someone to accomplish something by offering one's services or resources. And when we say God is the source of my help, he is my helper. He takes his resources and provides his services to make it possible for me to do what I could not otherwise do without him. He mm. puts at my disposal everything that he has, and he allows me to be the recipient of and the benefactor of all the power uh, that rests in him. Uh, that's why uh, the Bible says that not only is he my helper, but Psalms 46 says he's a very present help in time of trouble. So he doesn't just help you, but he shows up right early. He 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 may not come, you know, the song used to say, sing, we used to sing a song that says he may not come when you want him, but he's always on mm -hmm. time because yes, he time operates around God. God doesn't operate around your time. Amen. You know, I, I was uh, even listening to what you were saying and help means support. And, 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 and it, that, that, that God gives us the grace to get through even those di difficult times that he all, when he even spoke to Israel, he said, I'll always be with you. I'll never forsake you. You know, I, when I look at those scriptures and just think about that, you know, he promised that he would always help us the thing that we have to do is surrender and submit and depend upon, say, God, we know you're going to come through in this situation. We're not going to respond the way that we really want to respond, but we're going to um, allow you to take charge of this situation. And therefore, you, we, you, know, you are our hope, you are a protector, you are a provider. And so I think that's the mentality that we have to have is because he promised that he would never leave us, nor would he ever forsake us, but that he would always be with us. And even in the times of uh, when help, um, when you're in need of uh, food or anything that you're lacking, he said that, that he's there, that he would provide it for us. And so it's just us being surrendering and trusting in him that he will make that way that he will fight our enemies. He will put them down. And that's the reason why I even I was reading the scripture, even in 127 that you read in the new in the King James Version. And this part of the the is in the translation, it says this God wouldn't allow the terror of our enemies to defeat us. 
We are free from the hunter's trap. Their snare is broken and we have escaped because we know that there is an enemy that sets a trap for the people of God. But God go before us. He said, I'll go before you and I'll be your rear guard. And that's the part that we have to take that confidence in is that God is our helper. In the things that we don't even see coming, he's our helper. The things that he's already defeated even before it's gotten to us. You know, if we ever knew what God had prevented from happening, my God, you know, it, it's just that thought of that God had prevented some things from happening in my life and it prevented the enemy from taking charge over my life. It, it's just when you think about it, it's, it's just awesome. Amen. And if you've ever seen, uh, maybe you've done it or you've been a part of people who have done it or you've seen the videos of when they have found an animal that has been ensnared in a trap and someone will come along and that animal has been struggling and, and working mm. is can't get free and someone will come along. And normally by the time someone comes along, I've seen so many of these, by the time someone comes along, the animal is normally afraid even of the person trying to help it, the animal is afraid. They have to calm it down. And then when they let it go free, uh, the liberty that the animal the that the animal uh receives and the and and the you know it must be grateful because it was struggling to do a thing that it could not do on its own, but then someone came and assisted it and used its resources and provided its services uh, mm -hmm. to that the animal couldn't otherwise do on its own and liberated it. And that's how you and I uh, are and were, you know, the devil had us bound, but Jesus set us free. And I am so grateful today that some of us were bound by addictions and, and fear. And some of us were bound by, um, by insecurity, feelings of insecurity and depression and so many things that have had us bound in our life. But no matter what it is that has been your bondage, whether it was fear or insecurity or, or feeling alone or abandoned or forsaken or whatever it is, any addictions, any vices that you've had, none of it is a match for your God. And that is the thing that I think we should highlight that separates uh, God being the source of our help from anything else. So I may see you in need and I may come to your assistance, but sometimes the problems you face not only are they too big for you, they're too big for me and you and everyone else that tries to help you. The good news about God being the source of your help is that there is no problem that he cannot solve. There, yeah. is no, there is no burden that he cannot bear. There is no issue that's too big for God. So when he comes to your aid, when he provides assistance, it's a one and done. You won't have to deal with this anymore. The enemies, didn't he say that to Israel at one point? Yep. The enemies that you see today, you're not going to mm -hmm. see these enemies no more. You might see some other enemies, but we're going to take care of these ones today. Amen. You know, on the other part of that, the last part of that scripture, Charlotte, I mean, um, I'm sorry. The last part of that uh, scripture, it says, for the same God who made everything 
our creator and our mighty maker. He himself is our helper. And it says, and defender. And you know, you talked about the situation that happened, I believe it was in Alabama, where the, you know, that someone came to the aid of the young man uh, because he was fighting all alone. <laughs> and, uh, but that one person that came, well, the first one that came to help him out, I just can picture that being a defender, God stepping in the, in the fight and helping, dra driving away uh, our enemies. Um, even tonight from the Bible study message, it says, let God arise and our enemies be scattered. And so when God arrives in the situation, the enemy may recognize who God is and he know he can't win, but God steps in and he defends us and keeps us from being overtaken with evil if we allow him to. Amen. Sometimes you get in a predicament and in a situation, you're facing a circumstance that's too big for you and you just need to let go and let God. Psalm mm -hmm. 21 uh, verses one through eight, uh, the psalmist is uh, saying, should I look to the hills as though my help comes from the hills? He said, oh no, all of my help. Comes all of my help the Lord that made heaven and earth. So make sure that you are not in times of distress and trouble and peril and persecution. Make sure that you are not looking to the arm of flesh and putting your confidence in the power of government or in the uh, in the power of your dollar or in the power of your job or your friends. Make sure you are looking unto God. Uh, he is the one that is the source of your help. He's the strength of your life. And he's the one who can help you and deliver you. And the good thing about him is when you put your trust and hope in him, you will never be disappointed. He always comes through. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous can run into it and find safety. That is the thing about God. He is he is absolute in all that he does, perfect in all of his ways, and he never fails. Never fails, never fails. I was reading even in this, in Jeremiah, he was talking the latter part, he says, with your outstretched arm, nothing is too difficult for you, talking about God. And we have to remember that there is nothing, one, there's nothing that he cannot do, and there's nothing that is too difficult for him to do. He says, even as he told Jeremiah, he says, is there anything too hard for me? And so even keeping that in mind, that there is no situation that seems to be so far gone, there's no mistake that you have made that it, it cannot be recovered. There's no regret. And there's people that are living under regret because of things that may have happened. Maybe you should have handled it a different way, but it seems to be plaguing you. God knows all about it. And so that regret keeps you locked into your past. It keeps you from moving forward. But God is the one that breaks that trap, that breaks that chain and calls you to go free into your future. It causes you to, to forget about those things of the past. Like he said, forget about uh, the, the former things, nor the days of old. He said, for I will do a new thing. There's a new thing just waiting right there for you when you put allow God to help you, when you allow God to support you, when you allow God to fight for you. The enemy wants to, to be stuck in regret. 
But God says, listen, I have already removed that stone. It's time for you to come out now. And so I even speak that right now just to know that God is your help. Even when you don't know what to what direction to go, just, just wait. God's going to show you. God's going to be your helper. That, that was the prayer of King Jehoshaphat. He said, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon you, dear God. You mm. got When you don't know what to do, put your eyes on God. Look to him as the source of your help. And he, and it, look, you might have to wait a day. You might have to mm. wait longer than you had anticipated, but just know that it's better to wait on God than to rush without him and mess, make a mess that has to be cleaned yes. up. Just wait on the Lord and be of good courage. He will strengthen your heart while you wait and he'll lead you in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And when he leads you, you're going to be in the, headed in the right direction the first time. You won't have to do it over. That there's a there's another song that we used to sing. It says, "Have a little talk with Jesus and tell him all about your troubles. He can hear the faintest cry, and he will answer by and by." Uh, you need to get that little prayer wheel turning, and you'll <laughs> feel the fire burning. And just a little talk with Jesus makes it all right. You mm. just need to. He's the one that when you talk to him, he. He strengthens you. When you talk to him, he encourages you. When you spend a little time with him, you get up, dust yourself off and say, I, when I when I came, I was frustrated. When I came, I was discouraged. But when I get done talking with the Lord and I when I get up from the presence of God, I feel strengthened. I feel revived. I feel reinvigorated. I feel like my, my help is here. I can do this thing. That's what David said. He said, I got to encourage myself in the Lord. Sometimes you just got to, when, when, when you talk to yourself, remind yourself of the goodness of God, of the things that he has said and the things that he has done. And just have that conversation with God. Tell him when you're frustrated. Tell him when you feel yes. him. Tell him when you're angry. Don't go taking it out on somebody else. Tell God, God, I'm so angry about this. He can handle it. God oh. can your anger, your frustration, your disappointment. He can handle it all. And when you get up, dust yourself off and you're going to be all right. It's going to be a mighty good day. Yes. The presence of God, you can handle anything. Listen, it reminds me, Twyla, of a, of a radio program of one of the radio hosts that had a, a woman on the show that it was called Healing After the, uh, After the Death of a Child. And she said that when her daughter had passed away, she had so many questions. She bottled up everything. She was angry at God. And to the point where she couldn't boil, she couldn't hold it no longer. She said she was driving, I think somewhere down south in order to get some respite. And she said she screamed out to the Lord. And he said, that's what I was waiting for. And he, he broke in on her. Uh, waiting for her to reveal her, her not follow it up, although he knew what she was going through already, because he says that, he said, I know the, the, the thoughts and intents of the heart. He said, I know what's going on. I know the motivation. I know what's going on within you. But he was waiting for her to cry for that help. Even in her anger, he was not offended, but not with tenderness. 
He was with tender, loving kindness and tender mercy. He broke in on her and he began to soothe her and began to comfort her until her testimony turned around. And she was a woman of God. Listen, she was a woman of God, strong in the Lord. But there are some situations I know that just knock you off your feet. Just knock you off your feet, just like with the That's death of her he, child. He's the source of our help. So he even, is. Even when we feel overwhelmed, David said, lead me to the rock that is higher than me. Um, he 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 can handle it. If if nothing yes, he else, can. know that today. He can handle your circumstance, your disappointment, your anger, your frustration. He can handle it. Take it to him in prayer. You might not, you might say, no one's going to understand this. And matter of fact, the psalmist said uh, in, in, I believe it was Psalm 72 or 77, and he's praying uh, to God and he says, uh, Lord, I feel frustrated because it looks like the wicked are prevailing and the mm -hmm. wicked spring he said and if, and, and if i go tell the saints of god this they will they will judge me and be and they won't understand while i feel this way uh, uh but he took that frustration to god and the bible says uh, that he said when i went into the sanctuary of god basically when i went to church he said yes. then i began to understand the end of the wicked. I begin to understand that you've set them in slippery places, that it might look like they're prevailing, but they shall soon be cut down. So sometimes you've got to get into his presence for him to reveal the things to you that, that you don't understand. You don't understand why does it appear that the wicked are prospering? Why does it appear that the righteous are suffering? Just get in his presence and let him reveal it unto you. Don't charge him foolishly like Job did. Just get in his presence and wait on him to respond to you. He, listen, he doesn't only listen to you pray. We serve a God hearing, a God answering, a, a, a God who hears and answers prayer. I don't just talk to him, but I talk with him. I, I do expect him to speak back to me and to console my heart, to comfort my spirit and to give me direction and inspiration and insight. So it's not just a one-way conversation. If it was always just me talking to God, that would get old fast, but he talks back to me and he speaks to me and he consoles me and comforts me, leads me and guides me, strengthens me and encourages me. So make sure when you pray unto God, that you anticipate and expect him to respond and answer your prayer. Amen. I want to read this scripture. It's in Isaiah 41 and 10. It says, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He said, I will uphold you with my power. I mean, that is really just reading that scripture. And he's just the kindness, the loving kindness that God has. It says, you know, do not fear. He says, don't be afraid. He said, I'm going to help you. And I'm going to uphold you. I'm going to strengthen you. And I'm going to uphold you with my righteous right hand, my power. I, I can just hear the tenderness in God's voice, even speaking that to a person whose uh, soul has been uh, is downtrodden, who 
who is losing their hope, whose situation seems to be too, too dire. And, and I can just hear him saying that to an individual even right now that he's saying to you, don't fear, don't be afraid. He says, I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to uphold you. And I am going to uh, uphold you with my righteous right hand, basically. And so just that coming forth, those who are listening to this broadcast or those who may know someone that are really in a dry place right now or in a dark place right now, these words will help break that bondage, break the, the intentions of the enemy and to bring them out because it's the word that's going to give them hope in Jesus. And Hebrews 13 and 6 goes right along with that, saying the same thing. It says, so we can confidently say, the Lord is my help. Yes. I will not fear what can man do to me. In other mm. words, it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter what you think is in your ability to do unto me. You do. You take your best shot. The Lord is my helper and he will take care of me. He will fix what is wrong. He will mend what is broken. He will heal what is hurting. He is my helper, my protector, my provider, my defense, and I trust in him. I'm not going to fear. It doesn't matter what you say. Remember when Goliath was selling wolf mm -hmm. to Israeli army and, uh, you know, David said, who, who, is, who is this uncircumcised Philistine talking all this stuff to you all? I mean, isn't you, who, you, I come in the name of the Lord. The Lord is my helper. When I saw the, when the lion came for the sheep, when the bear came for the sheep, uh, it was the name of the Lord that helped me and delivered the lion and the bear into my hands. And the same God who will deliver this giant into my hands. So you, you got to not be, uh, and, and I know it's easier. Um, it's easier to say than to do, but that's where you, your walk of faith comes in. You've got to, uh, walk this faith walk in such a way that I will not fear what men can do unto me because God is my helper. And you know what, Twyla, you just mentioned what David said. He said, I killed the lion and I killed the bear. He said, so who is this, uh, who is this uh, Philistine that would come, a certain uncircumcised Philistine that would dare come against the, the armies of the most high God? And when you said that, it came to me, we do have to think back, remember the things that God has done prior to this, you know, just thinking back about what he has done. And I, I just remember that uh, I went to the doctor and they come giving me this prognosis or diagnosis and 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 everything and and I and I had mentioned that the Lord heals and you know sometimes these doctors they don't want to hear that you know they think you're trying to defy the facts as they would say and but no so I told him I said listen God healed me before some things and I know this is no different He'll heal me again that's that's the confidence in the Lord that's the help that's the those are the words that last week the word. Huh? That's the testimony we talked about last week. The it sure is. of our testimony. You've got to rehearse. This I recall to mind. The Bible says in Lamentations, this I recall to mind and therefore I have hope. 
You've got to recall to mind what he did before. You've got to remember what he's done in the times past. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. His faithfulness is great toward us. Remember how he brought you through. Remember how he delivered you. Remember how he never forsook you, never left you, never abandoned you. And it mm. should increase your confidence to know that if he did it before and he's the same and God then as now, he'll do it. Right. And you know what, Twyla, I'll tell you this too. I could hear someone say, but this this time is different. They'll say that, but this time is different than the time. It's worse than the time before. But I come to tell you, he's the same God. And not only did I come to tell you, but it's written in the word that says the same God that made the heaven and the earth is the same God that's going to help you. Now, listen, he called those things in the being. We see the evidence of the heavens and the earth every day that we live. That same God that called the heavens and the earth in existence is that same God that will help you through those situations and through those times, especially when you recall the things that he's done for you in the past. That's, that's, that's that part where it's building up your confidence and your knowledge of knowing who God is. If he did, if he did it before, he'll do it again. Amen. Amen. And I, and I don't, I don't, uh, I don't disbelieve that this time is different because we are walking by faith. And as you walk by faith, you grow in the faith of God. And as you grow in the faith of God, you experience, they used to say new levels, new devils. You experience greater opposition as you press forward in your walk of faith. So you are going to experience greater opposition from the enemy. And it does feel like it's harder because it is going to progressively get harder because you're progressively growing in God. But the Amen. question, there's only one question we would have to ask you today is a question that God asked of, of Abraham. Is there anything, anything. too hard for me? And if your answer is a resounding no, then you, and it must be a resounding no, then you need to keep on walking by faith and trusting and believing that God is your help and he is the source of your help. And even in this, this most difficult test, this greater affliction, he will see you through. He's faithful. If he said it, he'll do it. If he yes. spoke it, he will bring it to pass. And there is nothing, absolutely nothing too hard for God to do. Amen. And if you want to pray uh, as we wrap up, just that God would, uh, that our faith would not fail as we walk this faith walk, that our faith would not fail to believe and trust that God is our source, the source of our help. And that as we continue to grow in our faith that we believe God for even more every day. I want to grow by leaps and bounds in faith with God. Amen. You did. You definitely said the prayer right there. But Father, we just thank you for this time that we've had with you. And dear Father God, we know that those who listen to uh, the broadcast even now and in the future, that God, that this will be a blessing Oh, Father, to those who hear that you will encourage them, that they may know that you are their helper and that, God, that the situations they face 
is not is not bigger than the situations that they faced before when you help them through. And so, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that you will continue to strengthen them, lead them through in the precious name of Jesus Christ to know that God, that they're going to come out the victor in the precious name of Jesus. We pray for those who are in praying or want prayer for healing in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Touch now their body in the name of Jesus Christ, God. Give them the words to, to hold on to, to repeat and to recite, especially when the enemy tries to bring up this issue time and time again in their face, God, that this would be uh, that weapon that they use to do warfare against their father, the enemy, and that father they will see because they stood in faith that God, that you have come through for them. So Father, we just thank you. We bless you because you alone are worthy to be praised. Just like it said, dear Father, in Psalms 124, if it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, where would we be? We can say that with confidence that God, we would have been lost, but we thank you that God, you stepped in. You were not only our helper, but God, you've been our defender. for tuning in. This has been Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com.